Broadcasting from a little liberal town known in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Sauce Report. And your host today, Sauslin Timison. Well, hello, and welcome to the Sauce Report. I am here with my co-host, Michael Gardner from Savage Unfiltered. How are you doing today? How's it going, Stas? Doing well, well, man. So I want to, we're going to change it up a little bit because as you probably know, um, the House Speaker, they're voting again uh, and McCarthy did lose the eighth time. So now they're going for the ninth time. What are your thoughts on McCarthy in the first place? Because you and I, because people messaged me on Facebook and said, there's a potential fallout between you and I regarding McCarthy and Jim Jordan and stuff. And I want to get that out there. What are your thoughts on McCarthy? Uh, uh, this is, this is exactly what we've been preaching, you know, as conservatives for the last four plus years, you know, with voter integrity, you know, if you don't like somebody, that's your own personal demeanor as a person. Okay, but listen, no one's perfect in this world besides the God Almighty, right? Mm. Now, now, we voted this gentleman in as House Speaker, right? Everyone voted him in. He was on the ballot as House Speaker, right? Yes. Now, he won that ballot. Why are we having a discussion now going into... Day number, what is it? Day number three, day number four. It's hard to tell now. Yeah. It's day number three, right? Why are we having the same discussion three days later? Like, this is the same crap that we're dealing with now, electing a House Speaker in of the same dilemma from 2020, trying to see who the president is. And then recently, quite recently, uh, just a few months ago, what the midterm elections. Why is it so damn hard to figure out who is the House Speaker? We got to nominate. We got to nominate. Well, guys, uh, listen, I guess your voice doesn't matter because whoever voted for this, necessarily, it doesn't mean anything, Sauce. Because if they have to nominate a House Speaker, why should we even have an election then? True. So what are your thoughts on Matt Gates talking to AOC, talking to them? Like you could see that, I mean, I saw, I've been watching C-SPAN, which is a live coverage, and you can see like no commercials, and I love it. And I saw when my when I have footage there, and even Glenn Grothman messaged me and said that Matt Gates is over there talking with AOC and Nancy Pelosi, along with uh, Bobar uh, from Colorado, and they're talking and and you can see them conver- like conversing with each other. Isn't that a little bit dangerous for Matt Gates to do that out of Florida? I, I see the conversation. Uh, this was the conversation with him and AOC, right? Is yes. this what you referred? Yeah, I yes. seen that the other day on the House floor, and I'm like, all right. First of all, you're speaking to the most probably leftist of leftists, AOC. Right. This woman is for the Green New Deal and she's for all this radicalization in America. Uh, You know, I seen that. I'm like, oh, that's a bad move. uh, Why is he doing it, though? That's the thing. I thought he was a big Trump guy. 
Well, you know, it's also good if, 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 you know, folks, you need to understand something as a conservative, we do want to try to get along with the opposition. We want to try to get along with the Democrats, but there's no, there's no going back anymore with the, with these people because they've become more radicalized than ever before. But if he's trying to negotiate with them, he's trying to be the bigger person. I got to give him credit right there. But if, if there's something else going, uh, going around there in the conversation, uh, then, then that's, that's bad too. Uh, sauce, I, I can't read lips, buddy. I wish I can. I, I didn't know what was said in that conversation. Well, because AOC went on MSNBC and, t- and Sean Hannity covered it and yeah. Sean and Sean Hannity told AOC and Bo Barr. And it was interesting because she had Sean Hannity had that congresswoman that from the Colorado district and he's, and he's like, why were you talking to a- AOC? Why were you talking to Nancy Pelosi? And she's like, well, the reason why we're talking to her is so that they could maybe potentially bring a, a moderate candidate from like that, like as independent. But Sean Hannity's like, but that's, what's the purpose of the Democrat? What's the purpose of having the Republican in control? And she's like, well, clearly McCarthy isn't the person that is it. We're going to vote no until. And, and they're like, and that's what Matt Gates and I try to do. And we try to talk to AOC, see if they can nominate. Uh, if we can try to nominate AOC, and we've been trying talking to her, see if we can nominate her, where people can back from both sides. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying, Sauce. I also see uh, a rumor saying that possibly, just possibly, AOC might be nominated in. Like, what? True, and that's what Matt Gates talked to her about, and that's what Matt Gates and Bobart talked to her about. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, do you think that they have drifted away? And and you see Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think this is a fallout, and you've probably been noticing on my handle on the SAS report, I've been stating that this is a fallout of the Republican Party. You you are seeing it firsthand, and get ready for a 2024 onslaught because you're not going to have we're not we're going to lose the majority in 2024 the way that this is going now. Well, you mentioned uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, guys. Um, she uh, she just put out a, f- a few tweets uh, in the last couple of hours, actually. Uh, and it's quite interesting, too, because um, she's been very, very uh, uh, busy in the last, like, 72 hours. I noticed that she picked up a, uh, a live session of uh, Savaged Unfiltered on uh, Twitter Spaces yesterday. Which, so thank, thank you, you very much. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Don't yeah. forget to give us a follow. Yeah, that would be that would be great. But uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, folks, possibly playing identity pol- politics, but not in the Republican way. Uh, Sass just re- referenced that. He didn't reference exactly what I just said, Sass, but I think you were going that way with the identity politics thing, right? Yes. Isn't that dangerous to play, though? Well, according to Marjorie Taylor Greene, the tweet that she put out uh, about 41 minutes ago on her Twitter page, saying that this is not the American way. We should not make decisions based on the color of people's skin, but on the content of their of their character. Now, speaker nomination speeches should focus on character and ability to win and be speaker. Absolutely. I agree with Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is what it comes down to. And she's absolutely right, Sas. I had to throw that tweet in on the air. She's absolutely right. That's what they're going for. They're going for who is going to be the speaker. It's going to be because we're having this discussion now because 
the Democrats are losing power in the House and it's getting transitioned to the Republican Party. So what's going on now? You're having bicker batter. You're having a couple little trolls, possibly on the left and the right, having their opinions and this and that. Oh, he shouldn't be speaker. He shouldn't be speaker. He's a danger to democracy, the left would say, or the right would say some turncoats and rhinos would say he's a danger to our uh, uh, constitutional republic. Folks, Marjorie Taylor Greene is right. It's not about the character. It's about who got voted in the right way. There was no cheating whatsoever during this, sauce. They voted for him. He should be speaker. There should be no nomination. True. What are your thoughts on Byron McDonald's? Because you, you probably... So I know that I have... You follow me on Twitter, and I've gotten some a little bit heat for it. What are your thoughts on my attack on Cory Bush? Because uh, Cory Bush attacked Byron McDonald's for um, stating that well, he's not a true African-American. Did you see that tweet that I uh, thread? I replied to her tweet. Mm. Yeah, I've see seen that. It? What are your thoughts on it? Do you want to hear the do you want to explain to the listeners what transpired? I'll let you do that, Sauce, because it. I mean, that was your tweet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So yeah, yeah. You should you should take care. You should take take uh, the floor on that one because that's your tweet, buddy, not mine. <laughs> so what what happened was was that uh, there was a major major out. I'm trying to figure out what I have to pull it up though. That's the thing. Um. Okay, do you want to continue on because I'm trying to pull up something? So yeah, yeah. I I can uh, I can go go to that as you're saying that. But I, first, before I get to that, I I want to talk a little bit more about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, I, I the reason why I'm saying that is because her her Twitter account, folks, was just literally suspended yesterday. Did anybody catch that? Are you why? Yeah, uh, this is breaking news. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. It says Marjorie Taylor Greene Twitter suspended as of yesterday. Yesterday was the um, uh, the fourth, right? Do I have that? Yep, it's shaky. Fourth, yeah. Is it the fourth or the second? Okay, Shaky's correcting me on this uh, on Sasha's show. It was actually the second, so it was a couple days ago. It said that Marjorie Taylor Greene Twitter. Sus- I got to make sure I get the correct information because I don't want to. I don't want to throw out false narratives on even on the Sasha report. Okay, bear with me, folks, because I got to pull this up myself, too, because I've seen this sauce. I'm not just spitting out stuff that's, that sounds ridiculous because I'm not like that pers- person to do so. So here's why I stated. So while you're pulling that up, here's why yeah. I stated on at, uh, tweeted at Corey Bush. I said, Corey Bush stated saying that how Byron McDonald's isn't qualified and that he isn't a true African-American because he's not for the Democratic Party and all that shenanigans. But I said, neither are you at Corey Bush. You don't have you don't know anything about government except to steal and destroy this country. Hashtag impeach, hashtag resign, and hashtag go go back home. And then I further went on to state that at Cory Bush, you are absolutely uneducated and shouldn't be in Congress. <laughs> How stupid of you to attack Byron McDonald's and his credibility. At least he stands for America and wants people to achieve the American dream. Hashtag yeah. USAM team Biden. What are your thoughts on it? And what are your thoughts? Uh, I've been it, against it's us. Years. It's a damn clown show. That's what it is. It's a clown show. Do you support what I have to say, though? Do I support who? Do you support what I have to say, though? Like it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, hey, you have your opinion, Sauce. I'll, I'll agree to it to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. 
but why is Cori Bush attacking? So Cori Bush is another African American woman. Why is she attacking Byron McDonald's? Who actually? First of all, Sash, is she really an African American? No, she's black. Let me rephrase that for your listeners. When I hear African American, now everybody's gonna think, "Oh, Mike, Micah, don't you're gonna be you're gonna be racist by saying this." No, I have to correct people on this. Okay, I hear that term loosely, African American. Yes, she's black, Sauce, but is she really African American? No. You know what I mean by that, right, Sauce? Yes, because she didn't actually originally. Well, she wasn't born in Africa. Like exactly, I'm, bingo. She wasn't born in Africa, so she's not an African American. She's like, an American. I would be. You know who was born in Africa? Elon Musk was born in Africa. He was born in South Africa, so he's actually African American. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to be black to be an African American. I just wanted to clarify to your listeners for that. Just like how I'm Russian American because I was born in Russia. Actually, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. really Russian, Sas, because you're you were born in Russia, so you're a Russian American. Yeah, I mean, you got to clarify the listeners that because you know some of them are dumbfounded and they don't know. But so. why do why do why does Cory Bush play that racist card though against her, like against another Black American? Because it's an easy win for him. He knows he could use it as a sympathy card for his own race. And, Corey, and, and two of them are both Black, though. Yeah, I know that, but not 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 every. Uh, not every black person is 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 uh, is a registered Democrat. Uh, just just like every other white person is not a registered Republican. Uh, you know they favored the other party. Sauce. It's it's a sympathy card. That's all it is. So do you think they're treading the line? Cory Bush is treading the line. And do you think she should resign because of her absolutely outlandish accusations against Byron McDonald's? Why not? Why not? The other day there was a uh, a sportscaster that was. Uh, uh, fired for uh, for racist remarks. If he if if that man was fired for racist remarks and he happened to be white, folks, why can't Corey Bush be recommended for her remarks? It works both ways, Sauce. Does it not? It does. You can't play both sides. It, yeah. Hey, Sauce. I'm stating facts, man. I I know I'm getting a little heated on the show, but I got to state facts, right? If a if a sportscaster can get fired. Right. For making racist remarks about a few days ago, three, four days ago now, you know, because we're recording this episode on the 5th of January. This was like uh, right around the uh, right around the holidays, actually. So if if he can get fired for racist remarks, how come Cori Bush is not recommended for her remarks? Well, well, because she's black sauce and, and, and it doesn't work that way. True. What are your thoughts? So the other question is. It's, oh, I want to touch base on that uh, podcast or on that sports announcer because you brought that up to my. Sh- you brought that up on your show, and my listeners were they. Some of them listened to me, and they're like, "What happened exactly? What was the fallout? Because it really wasn't covered." Do you want to bring the people inside because we're if we're talking about it right now? Yeah, I got to go back to uh, the Marjorie Taylor Green thing because I, I I pulled that up, but I'll go right back to that. You you talking about the sportscaster that was uh, fired, right? Yes, and do you think he should have been fired? Uh, you know, he said some remarks, okay, uh, by basically, there was a lot of backlash on it, you know, um, here it is right here, sportscaster, yeah, I was catching some attention here, uh, I want to go off the latest, uh, coming off of TMZ, folks, um, uh, because this is the latest, because you obviously, when stories come out on the internet they change you know whether it's uh social media or mainstream you know they change so i want to give the most up-to-date uh information 
Now, coming out of TMZ the other day where it says that Fox Sports commentator fired for homophobic comments. Yeah. The Fox Sports Southwest commentator was reportedly fired for making some pretty awful anti-gay comments. The wrinkle is that he hurled an homophobic remark long before he was hired. Okay. He said that long before he was hired. Okay. If he said this before he joined Fox Sports, why in the hell, Sauce, are they going after him for something that he said off the air in his own personal presence? Could have been his home. Could have been a restaurant. It could have been anywhere. He wasn't employed by a company. If he's employed by the company, I can understand that. But he's not employed by that. That is a good question. Yeah, it's it's a million-dollar question. Because I'm getting tired and fed up with people constantly slamming others when they do it themselves on extreme levels. I had a conversation the other day with a liberal idiot. Just like I had a show the other day on my show, Savage Unfiltered, with Joseph Sass and a few others, including Fraser Chronicles, on a very off-cuff. You know what off-cuff means, right, folks? That means that it's behind the scenes, stuff that sometimes doesn't get on the air, that we have to kind of piggyback to make sure we get our point across, because if we don't, they'll label us and, and they'll get the bigger hand. And then, the, and then this fight will never go away. It'll, it'll, it'll happen for the next 40, 50 years. I live in America. Sas lives in America. Do you really want to be arguing 50, 60, 300 years from now in the same garbage? No. I want this country to, to succeed. I don't want it to go down the melt hole of the rabbit hole that we're currently uh, living through. But he said this, Sas, long before he was hired. So why are we having the discussion? Why are we having a discussion? You have a politician by the name of Corey Bush that says far more worse things than the sportscaster said. Yeah. You have Maxine Waters that's inciting violence in streets of San Francisco and all over. You have AOC that's saying, oh, if you don't agree with something, just knock it down. Nancy Pelosi says, oh, yeah, they're just statues. They don't mean anything. Just knock them down if you feel like it. Yeah. Those are the real criminal sauce that we have to, uh, you know, uh, hold accountable. Yeah. And Corey Bush is the one that talked about saying that, you know, she's like, well, it's important to defund the police and it's okay to do all the violence. But then, and then she is questioned about like, well, why do you have protection? She's like, well, because I need to protect myself and I'll do anything. I'll pay, I'll pay $500,000 of tax dollars to make sure I'm protected. But, my constituents while they're on their own. Yeah. You know, like, like the episode that I love to re- go back to do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and folks, we're, what we're referring to on the sauce report is this North Carolina state radio announcer that was immediately suspended. He wasn't fired. I have to put the notation in there. Sometimes I get so fired up. I mix my words. It's all right. You know, that's what's what's podcasting is sometimes it's, it's on, unscripted and it's on uh, unfiltered. So you, you, we really don't go off of a script. I don't, I'm not a scripted guy. So sometimes my words mix up a little bit, but he was immediately suspended um, after the racist bowl game remark. Okay. Uh, racist. Now they're using the word racist. They went from racist 
or excuse me, they went from homophobic to racist. Which, which one is it, folks? Is it homophobic or is it racist? You can't pick two. It's either one or the other. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's it's getting a little uh, a little neurotic. Uh, North Carolina State radio announcer Gary Hong was suspended because he called them because of a racist remark. Oh, I guess he threw the racist in there with the homophobic, right? I, I they're, they're they're getting backwards here with this sauce. They they don't know which one to call it because if they use homophobic, the narrative only sticks so much on the media. If they use racist, oh, let's sell that term. That term can sell for weeks using a racist uh, uh, term, using a racist demeanor of of of, of a label. So, do you, you know? think? Well, how about this then? Do you think it's okay for Santos, who is out of New York, and you probably or he's been in the news a lot? Do you think it's okay for him to resign from Congress after what he after the remarks that he stated? And he's a Republican, and the Democrats are going after him. Because of his, like, he lied on the campaign trail. He lied about his education. You heard about that story, right? Santa, yeah. Do you think it's, then, do you think, would it be okay as the bigger step and to show that as a Republican Party, we don't favor one or the other? So I think it's okay for Santos to step down from Congress because there needs to be accountability. And without accountability, then you're, both sides are guilty of both sides. Wait, Sus, let me rewind that again. Who do you want to have stepped down again? Santos, because Santos lied about his education. He lied Santos. about Yeah, out of New York, the third congressional district. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, he, well, you know, if he lied about his education and he lied about his uh credentials and his experience, yeah, he should step down. And he lied about his mom being uh, – he also stated that his mom was in the World Trade Center and that she was – Oh, killed. that's that's sus. I mean, that's that's silly. I mean, you know, I mean, whether it's true or not, that I mean, he did that. I mean, come on, folks. I, we all know why people throw these words in there. They're sympathy uh, uh, cues. They, he did it for a sympathy clause, just like the uh, – the, uh, the, the the doctor uh, the doctor Fester there in Pennsylvania, you know Uncle Fester. Oh, Uncle uh, Fester. Dude, yeah, you know crazy. Uncle Fester used his whole stroke for a sympathy clause. Vote yeah. for me. I just had a stroke. Come yeah. on, vote for me because vote for me because eagles fly eagles. Yeah, I, I promise you. Where's my yellow bus at? You know, <laughs> that's probably yeah. getting censored. But do you see do you see a fallout in the Republican Party? Because clearly, a lot of people are stating. That there's a major fallout, and and even I stated this on my show, I think a couple times, and new one. I stated that at least the Democrats um, stick together, and they have one goal in mind, and that is to destroy America. I meant the new fascist party. The new fascist party, their goal is to destroy America and raise taxes. Hmm. And <clears throat> but the Republican Party, though, it's like you were seeing the infighting, and we're like making a clown of ourselves. Do you see a fallout in the Republican Party? And does this hurt DeSantis's potential of even potentially getting the nomination because it's already fragmented? For DeSantis, you're talking about because of the fallout of the Republican Party, to, uh, because of the fallout these past couple of days, these past three days. Do you think that's putting a bad picture on? Because now you have Trump that's already president or already, yeah, and then yeah, you have I DeSantis. see. Yeah, I see. I see him now wanting to run, uh, possibly uh, as as a candidate in the twenty twenty four election. I, I really come on. I said this once before. I really hope that's not true. We need him in Florida. Uh, he's actually keeping the state together, Sauce, uh, on the both on the law and and order. 
uh, our crime is is very, very low in the state of Florida. We have the lowest crime rate right now in the entire country. I think it's at a um, the last time I checked was at a, a four. Yeah, there it is. A four percent. Our crime rate in the state of Florida is four percent, folks. You know how low wow. that is? Very That's low. Lower than Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, it was funny because Wisconsin or there's two cities in America, uh, top 10, <laughs> guess, guess who was, guess what top five cities, uh, Milwaukee was in <laughs> Milwaukee. Yeah, was, it's up there. I know that Milwaukee was number three. And then you had Chicago and Los Angeles. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, uh, amused by Milwaukee, uh, last weekend when I was up there, Did I you feel uh, safe. Did I feel safe? Uh, well, when I was in the hotel and around the uh, the production staff, I felt safe. But when I had to walk, you know, from from the, uh, the 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 movie set to back to the hotel, which was like three four blocks away from you know the soundstage and everything, that I didn't feel safe. But does that yeah. show you something? Does yeah, show- yeah, it shows a decrepit city. It shows that it's ran by uh, a liberal idiot that has no idea how to run a, a city. That's literally letting the city go to hell in a handbasket. Uh, I've seen so much filth in that city. I've seen insulin needles on the sidewalk. Yep. It was disgusting. Bums. That's sad. L- literally. Yeah, it is sad. Bums that are literally camping out in front of five-star restaurants. And what is the police force doing in Milwaukee, downtown Milwaukee? Absolutely nothing. Sas called it on my show a couple weeks ago, about a week and a half ago, actually. Almost two weeks ago now. Uh, that uh, the section that um, that I was at actually was called uh, uh, Ward, right? Didn't you have a, a, yeah, I a label? The third, I call it the third world section. Yeah, the third, third world section. It is a third world section. It I looks w- like a I third world you, section. I told you, I told you, did I not, did I not warn you ahead of time? Yeah, well, it, just, just be glad, Sas, I was there for work and, uh, and, and not residents. True. Yeah, you don't. No wonder why people don't. Isn't that sad? And you wonder why businesses are being hurt because businesses are being hurt because people don't feel safe going to a five star restaurant. Well, it used to be a so called a five star restaurant, and there's homeless people. No offense, I won't go to a restaurant if I see homeless encampments and needles outside of a restaurant. That does not want me to go there. Well, you talk about Ron DeSantis, all right? Let's go back to Ron DeSantis because and, I was going to talk Trump about Marjorie Taylor Greene, but her Twitter thing is, I mean, I've, I've noticed it. It's, it's now back active, folks. So thank, you know, anybody that's a big Marjorie Taylor Greene thing uh, fan, her Twitter is active. So you can tweet her all day if you want. But, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis is uh, now facing uh, scrutiny uh, with this new university woke diversity fund. And I, I want to get into that sauce, if you don't mind. Go for it, because this has to deal with. Yeah, basically, DeSantis wants to know how much Florida colleges are spending on trendy ideology, right? Uh, because that seems to be the, the top uh, du jour on the plate today on the market, right? He wants to know how much Florida's colleges are spending. And he has a right to know because he's the governor of our state. And he wants to make sure that the that the right funding is being spent on the right amount of funding, right? I mean, you can't really, yeah, I mean, it's simple it's as ABC. Yeah. yeah, it's your tax dollar. Well, not your tax dollars, but it's my tax dollars. I mean, I'm yeah. spending money, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and what are your thoughts on, so what are your thoughts on President Trump uh, not like attacking DeSantis and, and stating that he's he like- He shouldn't attack DeSantis. Why does everybody feel the necessary, uh, uh, 
you know, narrative to, to attack a politician? Like what, what high do they get at somebody attacking somebody? I feel that you should only attack a politician if they're doing harm to their district or harm to the American people. Like why should Donald Trump attack DeSantis? He's not doing anything wrong. Vice versa. Why should DeSantis attack Trump? I don't think it's the case, to be honest with you, Saz. I think it's a lot of Libby wishy-wash type of scenario. I think the leftists are trying to paint that as a, as a, uh, as a blender type of effect where they could say, oh, DeSantis is saying bad things to Trump, and Trump is saying bad things to DeSantis. The GOP is falling apart. They're melting down like the Wicked Witch of the Wizard of Oz. You know, No, it's not like that, Sauce. It's not like that at all. Because what do you see in Florida? Do you see the same thing that we see, or do you see completely different things? Because I see we get different perspective because we, of course, live in a – Russia 2.0, but you live in the freedom state. What do you see? Because you actually live not too far from President Trump and not far too far from DeSantis. Well, what do you yeah, see? I do live you see about, the same thing or no? Yeah, well, I live about three hours from DeSantis there in Tallahassee, which is the capital of Florida. And then I live a roughly about almost four hours from Donald Trump there in Palm Beach. So, yeah, they're almost half and half. But what I see here is I see the same thing. You, I see... Okay. I see woke ideology sauce that's trying to manipulate the state of Florida. That's what I see. Isn't that scary, though? And what should be done about it? It is scary. Like DeSantis uh, slammed this uh, just um, just two days ago, this past Tuesday, depending on how you're listening to the show today. Uh, you know, just a couple days ago, Tuesday, uh, he slammed like woke ideology, uh, basically saying that. He plans to focus on higher education now in his second term as governor. He says that we must ensure that our institutions of higher learning are focused on academic excellence and to pursue of truth, not imposition of trendy ideology. What DeSantis is talking about, folks, is he says that we should respect everyone's choice of education we should not put a race label on it and that's what they're trying to do sauce in the state of florida and desantis is fighting so damn hard right now to kill this this movement that's trying to be born here in florida yeah do you think it's right for and then as we kind of conclude it uh this uh <clears throat> this episode the fallout of the republican party do you think it's right for desantis to push uh, funding, complete funding out of Disneyland and uh, Epoch or whatever it's called, OPEC. Like, um, oh, well, yes, yeah, so that's that's part of his war on woke. Uh, that's you, another thing that we're fighting for in Florida, too, is the war on woke. And I, I'll go into that before we close it out. You know, DeSantis just signed a uh, law now labeled Stop Woke Act. If anybody's not familiar with that, I highly suggest you go to the uh, Florida state website uh, under um, I have to check it out here. I'll give Sauce the, uh, um, hang on. It's the, um, what website is that? Okay. If you go to Tallahassee.com, folks, www.tallahassee.com, all the laws that DeSantis has put in place here for the state of Florida in the last uh, ooh, uh, six, seven years right now, counting. Um, it's part of the Stop Woke Act, uh, which could force Florida businesses to rethink diversity uh, training, uh, which Sash just went into Disney uh, World, right? Disney World wants to imply uh, diversity training. Uh, 
Why are we even going that route, Sauce? I don't know. That's a good question. Why do we have to put in diversity training? Why does a black person and a white person still to this day in the 21st century have to be divided? Why do we have to divide the white and black race today in modern 21st century America? You know why? I, I can answer that question. Here's why. Because both Democrats and Republicans want this country divided. So then they can go behind closed doors and shake hands and still and eat like till their heart contents and sit back and look at and sit back on the recliners in D.C. and say, look at all those fools. As long as they're divided, they don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We we can do whatever we want as long as we can keep them all divided. That's what's yeah. really going on. Am I wrong on that? Or am I no, right? you're, you're not wrong. You know, like uh, Governor DeSantis stated this. The First Amendment does not permit the state of Florida to muzzle this woke ideology. And we will not stand for this woke ideology. Like I said, and like great Governor DeSantis had said, woke when, when you're woke, Florida is where woke dies. Yes. If you bring your wokeism to Florida, it will die like a cancer because Florida does not put up with it. California, New York, and Wisconsin, those three states, and Illinois, don't forget those four We don't states. welcome it, Sus. Yeah. Man, that tells you something. Damn right it says it. So I'm glad I'm glad that Governor DeSantis has signed the Stop Woke Act because we're not putting up with it, folks, and neither should you. You want to join this movement that the that the great Governor DeSantis, because he is, he's great, has has started for his state. You could join because I know there's other states that are joining this right now, Sas. Governor Kay Ivey of Alabama is passing the same agenda of a movement that DeSantis has started. Greg Abbott of Texas is following right behind DeSantis and Ivy, and others are joining. I'm told now Tennessee will be signing the law into effect very, very soon. I mean, literally as we're speaking, I'm sure they're, they're meeting right now in the Capitol there in Tennessee, getting ready to sign the same act. And Wisconsin's not on the list, is it? Sadly, no. No, is Wisconsin a lost cause since you were here? Wisconsin had a choice uh, to move forward. The people, unfortunately, made that choice by electing a buffoon, literally. I mean, he looks like the guy from Family Guy. The creepo. He elected, he elected that, a creepo, a perv. Yeah, that's his name, actually, perv. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that sad? And that we not, well, the sad part is I didn't elect him, but like the other people did. And it shows you, because this is continuing the fallout, is that Kevin McCarthy is blamed. And do you, <clears throat> do you also think it's right that Kevin McCarthy should accept the responsibility for having a complete uh, so-called red wave and that it didn't turn out to be a red wave? Do you Let think me, he should accept the responsibility? He, he should and he shouldn't. But I have to ask you this question here. Why are the American people so hung up on trying to block McCarthy from being House Speaker? That's my question. Because of the red wave, because because of the GOP, the establishment didn't invest money into these crucial states such as Dr. Oz, um, Wisconsin, Nevada, 
and they didn't invest. Instead, they just left him high and dry because DNC was pouring so much money into it, into all those states. And the establishment, the Republican establishment yeah. said, no, let's invest money into Florida. Let's invest money that we know we're going to win. No, part of running a part of being a party leader is thinking, OK, you know what? Let's look at the poll numbers. Dr. Oz, he has a chance. Herschel Walker has a chance because he's leading by two points. Uh, Tim Michaels led by two points the day before the election. Let's throw some money at him. No, but instead they didn't do it. Instead, yeah. they let the they let the American people down, and they let the Republican base down, and that's what the infighting is about. What well, are your well, my thoughts on this too, Sas. I have to throw in former Governor Mike Huckabee, right? The governor of uh, Arkansas, right? Now his daughter Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the governor of uh, of of Arkansas. Almost said Alabama, Arkansas. Yeah. Excuse and me. And you know, and here's what. Sarah Huckabee's finally switched. I did not know Arkansas was a Democrat. They did not. I did not know that Arkansas had a Democrat governor until uh, Sarah Huckabee's flipped that state from blue to red. No, Sauce. Mike Huckabee Sanders is a Republican. Not a no, Democrat. no. Like before Sarah Sanders or before Sarah Huckabee, it used to be a Democrat-led governor, but now it's yeah. flipped to be yeah, a yeah. Before that, it was actually um, you know Governor Mike uh, Huckabee. He was actually the governor oh, of uh, Arkansas. Yes, sir. Yeah, you have to look it up. Oh, why was yeah. his, why that dem- that doesn't make sense? Why he let his daughter run? Why couldn't he run for re-election? Because he was done doing what he was doing. I mean, I don't know his uh, his background. It's huh. it's they 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 didn't want him in there. If it's a, when the American people speak, the American people speak. But, uh, you know, Governor Mike Huckabee said that many think that 10 percent of the gov- uh, the GOP holdouts are heroes. I, I just, so I say, they made their point. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't claim, you know, like all this nonsense, really. I mean, if you think about it, you know, like you, you have uh, you have people that want to go with Jim Jordan over, you know, McCarthy. Which I, you know, don't get me wrong. Jim Gordon's a good candidate, but that's not who won the uh, the Jim turnout Jordan. of this. Jim Jordan didn't win. It's McCarthy. What about oh, police? We have to be Americans. If you want voter integrity, this is what it comes down to. There's no voting integrity going on right now in the House right now because it's going into a clown show, into a chaos scenario. Sure. Because they're trying to nominate this guy out because they don't like him. Yeah. Who said that politics is easy? Who said that politics is going to be, uh, you know, a walk in the park? You know, here's something right here that was said because I have to get going here soon because I got to get my show started soon too. Here, you know, Jim Jordan said no to the jobs, us. I don't know if did you, are you aware of that? Yes, and that was weird why he said no. And he nominated McCarthy. And yeah, he supports McCarthy. Yeah, and then Matt Gates endorsed uh, Jim Jordan. Also, President Trump also supports McCarthy too. He's well behind McCarthy. But DeSantis endorsed Byron. Yeah, that's true too. But did you notice also too on the House floor that Representative Lauren Bobart? Literally made something really, really interesting here, folks, where she was on the floor speaking like almost as like a third person using this message. She said on the mic to former President Donald Trump saying that McCarthy 
has no chance in hell becoming the speaker. She said that, Sas. She was like almost reaching out to Donald Trump on the microphone, saying that it's his, it's her favorite president and this and that. And she wants President Trump to tell McCarthy that it's over. Here's my question for everybody, folks, as we close it out. Won't we stop the stone wall and build a real wall? True. That's a metaphor, guys. That means stop the government corruption. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a silent by it because I you hit you hit the nail on the head. Us, when politics becomes all or nothing, now or never, you get nothing. You get it forever. You win what you can, when you can, raise and keep fighting. You ever heard that terminology before, folks? You know what that means? Keep on bicker battering about stuff that 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 makes no sense. You want to bicker batter and you want to rant and rave. Why don't you rant and rave with the real sick stuff that's going on in the country, like grooming our children? manipulating our next youth. Why don't you go to the house floor and have laws passed on that and keep pedophiles and sick people out of the presence of children? Why don't you do that? Why don't you get these sick pastors out of the churches that don't belong in churches because they're perverts? Why don't you voice your opinion on that? Stop playing devil's advocate and start playing the American politics that it should be played at, Sus. That's my that's my last closing message. And you hit the nail on the head. And with this in mind, I think it's important that people find out your book. And no offense, Michael, I did look at <clears throat> I'm not an Amazon person. I boycott Amazon because of their <laughs> work practices. And the funny part is that they put me on their podcast on their platform, but I don't shop on Amazon. I believe in small business and I also believe in uh, shopping, like shopping local. So I don't, I refuse to go on Amazon. Where can people find your book? Because I think it's important that people find out your book. And uh, um, I hear from a, a Twitter, some, some a person stating that I'm also featured in the book. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Uh, but before you do that, I have to correct sauce sauce. Amazon didn't put you on their platform. You put, yourself on their platform oh whoops okay sorry okay sorry no you know what i mean by that right sauce yes through your hard work and dedication of podcasting and your passion for this country and and dedication to it uh the other question was uh, were you are you part of the book yes yes sauce uh is actually credit in my book uh on several chapters uh, almost like four chapters i have a a section in the book in the very beginning of the book, depending on how you're viewing it, whether it's the e-Kindle version or, uh, you know, the uh, soft cover version. If you look in the beginning of the book, there's a credit section of everyone that's credit specifically in my chapters. I, I have Joseph M. Leonard, uh, which is not only credit in the book, but he's also uh, a contributor to the book. And he's also basically the narrator of the book in the beginning that basically writes the introduction to my book labels who Michael Gardner is behind the book, America's political warfare, our modern silver war. 
Uh, so I highly suggest you check that out if you really want to know who's credit in the book, uh, along with Sauce and a, a few others that I mentioned. Uh, and you can pick this book up, Sauce, all over the place for your listeners. Um, it's available on Amazon.com, uh, ebook format for six dollars. Uh, if you have the Amazon Unlimited version, uh, you get it for free. That's right, guys. If you have the plan, uh, Amazon Kindle Unlimited. You can read the ebook version for free, okay? And uh, that's that's available on Amazon.com, and it's, it's an exclusive uh, thing. Now, the soft cover that's being dropped in section sauce. The soft cover okay. is coming out in phases, and the first uh, launch of the soft cover uh, will be available. I'm told over this weekend, going into Monday. Usually, soft cover and ebook of what I'm told by a fellow friend and author. Uh, Joseph M. Leonard that wrote written two books. Soft cover usually takes a little longer uh, to launch than uh, ebook. So okay, well, with this in mind, guys, I hope you have an awesome day, and remember to keep it saucy. Bye. You just heard an episode of the Sash Report, a podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and anywhere you hear a podcast. Remember, guys, hit that like and follow button. See you next time, and keep it saucy. Mm-hmm.